We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Trying not to scorn everything with about 30, 33s or something. Yeah, I mean, we kind of felt that. We kind of feed off that energy. This place is amazing. Like, I, I really love, I really love Duke and I love I'm a scrum in here. Mark Williams, beast mode. Paolo, first half, he had the cramping stuff. Fair enough. Beast mode. <laughs> What's good? What's good, everybody? Uh, as a pre- preference to that, nobody was a beast mode today. Oh, no, no. Flip was beast mode. Flip, Flip was, was beast mode. mode. Flip was beast mode, for sure. Flip, Flip, Run beast the damn mode. offense through Flip, man. <laughs> every time. Uh, but yeah, welcome to I think it's episode four, episode four of the crazy episode five. I don't know, we're losing track. Um, child, we're child to the field of 68, of course. Um, you know, Rob and Jeff were in the building tonight. Um, but yeah, uh, Duke takes their first loss of the season, second game of the year. You know, it is what it is. Arizona elite team, gotta give kudos to them. Caleb Love hit the, <laughs> I guess, hit, hit big free throws, but. I didn't really hear from him in most of the game besides that half court shot, but you know, kudos to him. He wanted he wanted Cameron again. Um, but yeah, Zion, can you click on Duke on this, please. On the stats. On oh, click on Duke on the stats. Got you. My fault. No, you're good. You're good. Thank you. Um, but yeah, break it down, fellas. What are your initial thoughts? Uh, yeah, I mean, it? real quick, just like I, because I know Russ is gonna go for a minute, but the. I have a lot of comments just looking at the box score real quick. Like the, the quick reaction to that is you can't have your starting lineup, only two guys in double figures. Like that's not going to cut it. Um, Proctor wasn't his best tonight. A lot of just not Proctor like, and what we thought we'd get out of Proctor, especially seeing him um, at the end of last season, he just made a lot of mistakes, uh, turned the ball over and also took a lot of poor shots. I feel like, especially in the first half. Um, so that sucked. I, I I'm going to start like I, I'm going to say something that's going to get me in trouble in the long run, but like, I am curious as to what's going through the mind of John Shire. Like I want to have a lot of confidence in, in coach Shire, but um, there's just, there was a lot of stuff in this game that made me question it as far as playing to Duke strengths. And that starts with Ryan young being in the game in the last three minutes. Uh, Sean Stewart came in, provided a huge spark. I'm not saying he was perfect, but like it, it was going well when he played um, and then that last play, I get it. Like you don't want them to follow you, but I don't really think at that point you're trying to throw a Hail Mary pass with four seconds left. It just didn't make any sense to me. So um, not a great, not a great play in my opinion. And I think Tommy Lloyd just out coached him tonight um, as far as lineups and rotations go. So 
uh, I, I think this team, this team uh, will learn from this. It's still like everybody talks about Duke brought back like a lot of guys and they did, but they're still sophomores. Um, still a lot to learn. First big game of the year. So um, uh, th- I'm not giving up on this team. I'm not giving up on Shire. Just this team got exposed in a lot of different ways tonight, especially in the offensive end. And so uh, long ways to go, but th- this team definitely has the potential to get there. Is it my turn? Yeah, go ahead, Russ. Well, let's all sit back and listen to Russ now. <laughs> uh, by the way, I want to compliment how good my lighting is here. I got a really nice light going. Uh, for those of you watching on YouTube. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm, now I'm in the full screen. Here we go. This is nice. Yeah. Um, it was just a bad first half. I was saying this before the intro. I mean, when you're minus 14 on the boards and Arizona had, I think, seven or eight more shot attempts than Duke in the first half. I mean, that'll that, that'll kind of do it. Like, when you're playing a team that is in contention for a one seed in theory in the NCAA tournament this year, and you allow yourself to be down eight at the half, that's not good, right? Like, I, I thought we were the better team in the second half. Just, I, I thought we were the better team in the second half. I thought we were a worse team in the first half to the point where we maybe should have been down more than eight. You know what I mean? Like, just the first half was was really, really atrocious. I thought we figured some things out. Got Flip going a little bit, um, which was nice. Jeremy Roach was making some big plays on offense, which I thought was really good. Uh, McCain had a couple of nice moments in there. It wasn't Proctor's best moment, uh, best game in terms of the shot falling, but I thought his defense was good. I thought he was making some good passes. He had a couple of costly turnovers in there. Not a red-letter performance, but, I mean, in terms of – box plus minus i mean he was second on the team first obviously being flipped they were the only players with positive plus minus on the team uh we even when he's having a bad game we're better when he's out there than when he's not uh, at the end of the day uh i have some concerns <laughs> um not major concerns uh this was not a game in which we utilized our bench well we did not get good bench minutes by anyone I mean, at all, Caleb Foster was just didn't didn't do much. I mean, he wasn't in much, so he didn't. Wait, get a wait, chance. wait, hold on. Before uh, Charles Thorpe gave us good minutes, man. He did, but he only played three minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he gave a good, a good three minutes. Were good, three minutes. They were good three minutes. I thought Christian Reeves's minutes were fine. My point is more that we didn't get a lot of production or value from the bench uh, in general. Um, which is a little alarming considering how deep in terms of talent this roster is. I would really hope we'd see more guys even in a big game like this playing some minutes. But instead, and I mean, everybody in the comments is shouting about it, 13 minutes of Ryan Young uh, feels like 10 too many. Uh, it was a really <laughs> bad game for him. And he has had games where he's good. You're not gonna, You're not going to catch me saying like, it's impossible for him to be good, but A, he should not be in front of some of the guys in the rotation that he's in front of. I think most Duke fans feel this way. And B, it was just, a by his standards, a really bad game for him. Uh, you know, maybe towards the end, he was less glaring. But in the first half, a lot of what was bad, I, I think I tweeted this out. In the first half, when Flip was on the floor, we were tied with Arizona. And when Flip was off the floor... Ryan Young was on the floor with a minus eight. That's the eight point deficit, right? Like we need better production from the bench. I think Sean Stewart would give it. I think Christian Reeves would give it. Um, 
Yeah, so that's a little alarming. And Mark Mitchell needs to make shots also because what we saw there is they just put the four on flip and let the five sit at the rim. And when the five can just sit at the rim and the four can defend flip and Mitchell is left wide open but nobody's passing it to him and he doesn't want to shoot it, that's a problem for what Mark Mitchell can bring to the team when he's playing with confidence and aggression. So I'd love to see some of Mark's threes go down. Um, but other than that, I'm not panicking. Arizona's a very, very good team. We outplayed them for a half. The first half was just too big a hole to get out of. Yeah, um, I agree. I, I think Arizona's an elite team. Um, sorry, I'm under the weather today. And Lloyd's uh, an elite you know, coach. I also should point that out. He is. Uh, I think I, I love what he's done with, I guess, bringing international players into his uh, system. But I didn't think Duke should have deserved to win this game. Even when Jeremy Rose hit that three, I was like, man. <laughs> we, we might steal we, it. We might win this game, but we don't deserve <laughs> it. <laughs> I was like, yo. I wasn't even like celebrating. I was like, yo, we might steal this game. Um, would have been fun. It, yeah, it would have been fun, but um, I think it would have probably, uh, I guess, okayed a lot of the stuff that happened today. You know, maybe like we, we would have erased it from our memory. Like, oh, like, no, there are a lot of decisions that I just disagreed with. And I mean, y'all saw it from the beginning. If you're following me on Twitter, you saw me tweeting this immediately couple minutes into the game, you could tell this wasn't a game for Ryan Young. It yeah, wasn't yeah. a game for Ryan right Young. Ryan Young, like I said, I said it last episode, I appreciate him for his leadership, you know, his experience in college basketball, how the players respect him. But at some point, you have to admit, he's sometimes damn near unplayable. So, what do you mean damn <laughs> he's near? Match he's match-up dependent. He's match-up dependent for sure. He's matchup dependent, and we've even seen today. Today there was there was an opportunity, and I did say this. I think in our pre, uh, our um, our opener, our first episode, that I could see Christian Reeves playing against the Arizona. Um, but my initial thought of that was like, okay, maybe Ryan Young. It's a game for Ryan Young too. Clearly not. <laughs> like both of the bigs could have done what they wanted with him. He's not a threat to score down low. Once the my thing is right with Ryan Young, once you remove his threat to score, there's no use for him. Yeah, because he can't there, play defense. There's no he use for big. him. Yeah. Dude, so you I, know what's even you know what's even worse? The uh and it goes, I guess, hand in hand in matchups where he can't score down low. He wasn't getting close to the rebounds tonight, like at no. all. Like because he has very limited ups, uh, Arizona's full of athletes, long dudes. And so there, he was routinely boxing players out and the other player was still getting the rebound. I mean, because because Ryan's not jumping for the ball. He realizes that's not his strength. But <laughs> but then it led to a minus 14 in the first half. You know, yeah, I think like I think the tough part for me now, like, and I've been a Ryan Young defender for Grant since last year, like to an extent, yeah. like with matchups and stuff, but like I just I don't like if tonight wasn't a night that we saw Ryan Young. I just don't know if there's a matchup for. Him. Not that like tonight was a perfect matchup for him. I just I, I think I'm uh, I am about to jump off the Young bandwagon. Great guy, great kid, and he's a great leader. I just I I don't think there's matchups where him and Flip on the floor at the same time make a lot of sense. I don't think there's many teams in the country where it makes a lot of sense to do that against him. And I, like I said, I don't even think. It's not even a Ryan Young problem completely. It's the fact that there's another seven footer on the floor who's ball who demands the ball and Young just clogs the paint and makes it even yeah. more difficult on Flip to do what Flip does. And so it's like 
I'm just kind of done with it, I think, yeah. at this point. But, yeah, but we're, I, t- we're talking about Mark on, Mitchell on. plugging the paint in this game, which he kind of did because they just left him open. And But at least Mark Mitchell, like, he's on defense when he uh, he's contributing there. When he has the ball in his hands on offense, he can do, like, a little bit, right? He can get downhill. He can do some things that way. He made a couple of good plays that way. <sighs> um, but those are both things that just really aren't young strength, you know? Yeah, I, I, like, back to, to my um, point, I just saw – I just saw no way Sean Stewart should just not play this game. Like, yeah. I just I was just like yeah. looking at this game, it's just like we're getting beat on the glass, whether it's Ryan Young, Flip, or Reeves at the five. So why not enter an energetic big who jumps off the ground, who just plays with energy and is just looking to make an effort? Like yeah. what's the what do we lose from that? Like what's an energy and effort guy, like you said, like you just need there's nothing you're gonna lose. He comes in and gets three fouls and he's out. Big deal. Like at least like he provided a spark of some capacity, you know. Yeah, and, and it's just like I, I get it. I get it. If Shire has trust in him, but like I tweeted, it's game two. So like you can't you can't say Sean Stewart is unplayable yet. You really can't say. Like I said in the pre-show, the uh, our opening show, you can't say Reeves is unplayable yet until you play him. These are the moments to open up your rotation. Yeah. I thought we should have opened up even deeper. Um, possibly throwing in TJ in there. If you're, if if we have nothing going, that means we don't have an identity yet. So we need to figure out who is capable of helping us complete this identity. And I think you know we we relied on Flip Heavy tonight to carry us. And if we like, I think Russ tweeted it. If we won this game, it was going to be off the back of Kyle Filipowski. It wasn't because we outplayed Arizona. It wasn't because we looked better than Arizona. It was because Flip was. Probably the best player on the floor. So, yeah. like, you know, I thought it was just like it didn't make sense how we were handling our rotations. And I, I know people said Caleb Foster, um, Caleb Foster uh didn't, didn't really play well. I saw Caleb Foster have the ball and I saw two bigs in the paint. Just waiting. Why and why is that, Zion? Why were there two bigs in the paint? Because Ryan Young was on one block and Kyle Filipowski was on the other block. So when <laughs> Caleb Foster, his skill is getting to <laughs> yeah. the rim at will. Yep. When you have two people waiting for you, and Keyshawn Johnson is a man. <laughs> so when you have Keyshawn and Ballo waiting for you, there's nothing you're gonna do, man. There's he's not gonna he's not a shooter. He he can he can uh he can shoot it uh occasionally, but his skill is getting to the rim at will, and we didn't let him do that. So you know, um, I see a comment here that says Arizona, Arizona is not, isn't the game to experiment with the rotation. It's game number two. What yeah, yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> it's also not experimenting with the rotation if what you're doing presently isn't working. You know, like then it's then it's trying to find something that that might work. Uh, for a game that because we play in a conference that sucks <laughs> for for high majors, like we definitely need to win out of our four big games pre-conference play. We need to win two of them at least, right? So if it's yeah, a absolutely. winnable game, then we kind of need to win it. Uh, <laughs> I need to take a moment though real quick to uh, – I'm going to officially – publicly apologize to Jeremy Roach uh, and the slander that I've given Jeremy uh, coming into the season. And we're in game two, so – I just feel like I need to – Roach played a great game tonight. A great – maybe a stretch. But Roach played a good game tonight. I am excited for Roach's potential with this team. Uh, defensively, he wasn't he wasn't as bad as I've I've kind of dogged on him for. 
clutch always. Uh, Zion, I think you tweeted about being one of the most clutch Duke players of all time. I, I, I think you're not far off with that. I mean, as far as like guys who come up big in big moments, Jeremy Roach is up there. So I'm, I'm going to publicly apologize for my Jeremy Roach slander. And I, I'm on, I'm on the bandwagon of, of Roach this year. Um, we'll, we'll see where it goes and there's going to be matchups where there's issues and stuff, but like, I'm, I'm, I'm with it, Jeremy. I, I'm with you, man. And congratulations on a thousand points. That's, that's a huge feat. Can um, celebrate. And what was, uh, what yeah. was the content of your Jeremy Roach slander out of curiosity? Yeah, I don't remember your slander. I don't even know what you're talking about. To be honest, but go ahead. Oh, my what slander did, what was always say? just like, I, I wanted Foster starting over. I, I, in my starting lineup, I didn't ah, have I Roach. Oh, yeah, that, that was crazy. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it's that like, was, I don't think it's a terrible <laughs> idea. <laughs> but like, I think yeah. the fact that, uh, yeah, Roach, Roach is a leader on this team. He shows up in big moments and like, I was just stupid. So I, I'll admit it, man. I'm a man. I'm, I'm a man. I'll admit it. I'll man up in a minute. So uh, I'm, I'm excited for Roach this year, especially if the offense looks the way it does throughout the year. We're going to need Roach in a big way. Um, yeah, Chris, I get it. He he was clutch in March. He's been a, a big key of this program for the last no, few he, years. He, he has clutch shots in November, too. I remember Gonzaga. Yeah, um, no, he's, he's he been hits. clutch his whole career. So, like, sure, I made a bad take. Okay, we all do. But um, well, no one's ever accused him of not making or having the willingness to take big shots, right? He's, just, like, he's a small guard and he doesn't defend well. And with Duke playing big games against bigger guards, it just doesn't bode well. And sure, he still makes shots. He just defensively and all around, I was looking forward to to Foster. So um, I, I'm not saying Roach is a bad player. I'm just whatever. Yeah, I'm yeah, a man. Yeah, I apologize. Yeah, okay, yeah the, the 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 the. Concerns with Roach, I think, are uh, are ne- are not. I think he is who he is, right? And mm-hmm. he's a guy um, yeah. who is not a good defender. You saw that Arizona was targeting him in ISO possessions. Um, yeah. He is very, very good on offense when he gets cooking, and he likes having the ball in those big moments. He will make really head scratchy decisions three, four times a game. You and know, Russ, uh, which he did tonight. I want to get your know. thoughts on this though, because like. Tonight it wasn't Roach, it was Proctor that was making those decisions. Somebody that we don't expect to. So I want to get your guys' thoughts on Proctor. Yeah, I mean, I, Roach I, was I, making I, them too. I think the whole team was making them, to be yeah, honest. True. Yeah, Mitchell was not himself in the second half. I do think we should go player by player. Go Proctor. Go Proctor yeah, first. Because I think we, like we, expectation-wise, like Proctor uh has a lot to live up to this season. And tonight was not a great start. I still think he's gonna get there, but like tonight wasn't his best. And he'd admit that, I'm sure. I, I, I don't think Proctor was horrible tonight. Um, in the first half, he wasn't great. Dude, I mean, his, his, his I, I just want to say in Proctor's defense, Caleb, he, he was drawing the love assignment a lot, right? Caleb Love, 11 points on three of 10 shooting, three assists, six turnovers. And, like and There were a couple of times Proctor, like, locked him up, like, we give him that, yeah. But like offensively, like I, we all knew knew coming the season, like Proctor was a really good defensive player, and I'm and that's great and all. But like offensively, I feel like he made poor decisions that we weren't expecting him to make in this stage of his Duke career. I, I mean, I think he had some bad turnovers, sure, um, and that's going to happen, especially in high stakes game early in the se- season. But I mean, I think. He hits a couple threes and it's a good game to him, to be honest. Like, I think he hits, he hits one three and it's not a, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like yeah. He, his biggest issue tonight was hitting open shots, I feel like, more than anything. Um, he, he had one or two shot selections that weren't ideal. Yeah. But again, yeah. so did, certainly so did Roach, so did Mark. I mean, a, a bunch of people did. 
Um, so he's not alone in that. I, I, I still thought it was a decent game from him. It's just not like the first team all American type game that like people would love to see from him. Um, yeah, a credit to Boswell credit to their guards. I mean, like their guards in general defended incredibly well against Duke's guards. I mean, Duke's guards shot what, uh, 12 for 31, you know, like that's, that's not ideal. Yeah. You know? I will say, I mean, it's, it's a little bit easier to guard. It's kind of like the same argument a lot with lively, uh, well, you got two two bigs back there. <laughs> yes, down there, just, yeah. it's very it's much easier to go on the perimeter. And you know, we never really um, tested. I think their bigs as much as we could have going downhill um, with our guards, um, and that's because the spacing. I think a lot of the time, but um, yeah, yeah, I think Boswell, man, he's a he's a dog. Boswell's yeah. really good. He was really good. He was. Uh, Quick comment. I know you want to go play by player, but I do find it very interesting that every starter played besides well, McCain, 29, but every starter basically played 30 minutes and the bench just like wasn't there. Like I, I'm curious as to how Shire goes forward with that because that can't be a thing all season long. And I get it. Not every game's Arizona, but like, that's not ideal. I don't feel like, and, uh, Roach played almost the entire game. Proctor kind of the same, which I, I, that's fine. But like we're in November and we can't go. I, I get it. A couple guys played two, three, four minutes, but like if we can't go seven, eight, nine deep in November, like that's a little concerning to me. And I, I'm not saying that's like on the players that didn't play, but maybe even on like the coaching decisions to not play those guys right now. Um, just something to think about because I don't yeah. think a lot of teams, are, a lot of top teams, are playing. Their starters thirty plus minutes um, in November. Yeah, I, I think when we, I think when it was clear that we were down and that we were struggling to get momentum going, I get why he didn't want to do a lot of swapping out. Good point. Good point. Um, yeah. But that said, we just can't have our sixth and seventh guys play thirteen minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we just can't well, do that. Arizona played a much. Uh, you know, bench points, 16 bench points uh, from them. They didn't even play a super deep rotation, but they played their bench guys 22 minutes, 14 minutes, 12 minutes. I mean, like, that's just, that's a lot better than our 13-13, and then the other three guys combined for eight. Like, yeah. and, and that's a team with depth. Like, that that right there, you just look at their bench, how their bench performed. Yeah. That's a team with depth. Um, I, I just – I agree. I also, like – the coach has trust in their bench. I don't Shire must not just have trust in in guys like Stewart and Power and and, and, and yeah. at that point, you know. And I think that's the growing that's the growing pains I think of a young coach with Shire. Um, you know, I think K K was a little bit more strict with his lineup because I think he was very, you know, I know my guys, I know who. But I in November was it, in November even against big games, I feel like he was playing a pretty deep lineup. He, even in like the Champions Classic, he would be rolling not, not as deep. deep, not as deep, but deeper than this for sure. Um, but I think it's this is like it's unacceptable to me to not have at least eight guys who are able on any night to play yeah. fifteen minutes. 100%. And you know whether it's Sean. Um, you know, I don't think Reeves is ever going to reach that point. Ryan will just reach that point by default. Blake's, I think we have to try out TJ. 
we got to extend to TJ at some point because yeah. because this, this is – I get it. You know, rankings aren't everything, but this is not a scrub. This is a top 20 player in the class. Like, he could provide something. We can't just keep limiting our lineups to six, seven guys. Like, Tuesday, I'm – Tuesday, I'm assuming. I'm assuming Tuesday we're going to extend the rotation. Um, yeah, especially with their guards, you're going to have to. Yeah. Um it, it also goes without saying that if we're bringing in a potentially six-man class next year, those recruits want to know that we're not playing seven players only. <laughs> November. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. Real quick, we, we're going to go by player by player. I got to bounce in a minute here. But um, I was watching the game in a crowd, so it was tough for me to, like, key in on guys. What did you guys think of Jared McCain tonight? Fine. Um, yeah. More specifically on the defensive end, because I, I couldn't – I wasn't specifically watching on the defensive end. Like, any any glaring mistakes or anything that you guys that, – that stuck out to you? Because I thought from, like, a, a high-level point of view, I thought he played fine. Like, I had no issues with it. But I'm just curious if, if you guys watching it more in depth than I was able to. I don't think he was – I don't think – I mean, look at that stat line. Um, probably – it probably goes back to missed shots. But overall, the turnovers are there. I think uh, he kind of had the same mistakes as Tyrese, um, making uh, questionable, trying to trying to um, needle thread a lot of passes. But yeah. I don't really. I mean, the fouling was down tonight. He hit a three. Maybe we need him to take more threes. Um, I yeah. don't think he was a negative player tonight, in my opinion. I don't know. He was facing a pretty tough uh, defensive assignment too. I mean, there again, a lot of pressure when you're a freshman facing that degree of pressure that makes it really tough uh defensively just wasn't a great performance from us it may just be that arizona's offense is nuclear this year and we'll look back at this and go maybe it wasn't that bad but like you know 78 points on 72 possessions is not what you want to no. see and i know they played like it was a, a obviously a bye game but they scored like what 120 in their first game and i get it it's not in a like it's it is what it yeah, is. But one, like 420 in a college game, regardless, is impressive in itself. So I think defensively, this team has still got it. Yeah, 1.08 points per possession is not great. Obviously, Arizona's a really good offense. Uh, yeah, I, I think McCain is, is just going to work through some freshman stuff. I certainly don't put anything. I thought for a freshman, he played really, really well. Yeah. I, I would say, I would say, I don't even think we played bad defensively. I think. A lot of their points came off of second chance points. I feel, how many second chance points did they have? We'll see. I mean, that is part of defense. It is, but it's not like half. We're talking about half court defense where they had 13 second uh, chance points. And we're talking about half court defense. I don't think our half court defense was necessarily horrible. Um, I think we got enough stops to win the game. I think it came down to the second chance points, um, not hitting open shots on our end, uh, timely turnovers. And obviously, I think rotations has something to do with it. But um, I wouldn't say it was a bad defensive performance. I thought the offense was worse than the defense. 100%. And that was kind of my, my thing is that was an issue last year. And the fact that we haven't – it's still November, a little early. But, like, it's kind of concerning that we haven't gotten more rhythm with that. But, um, all right, I'm going to let you guys keep keep this going. I got to bounce. We'll, uh, we'll be, yeah, on, on, I'll be on, on Tuesday. So, appreciate uh, you guys. Really, right. really, the only major problem I had with the – offense outside of occasional shot selection yeah was the turnovers um we ended up shooting the ball decently like well by the end of the game um so but like I, i'm just not concerned about this team's offense at the end of the day I, we made 35 percent of our threes 
Uh, the turnovers, not every team is going to give us the sort of length on the perimeter and the, and the size inside that Arizona can throw at us. Um, so ultimately not enormously concerned about that. By the time we face more teams like that, it'll probably be March. I mean, we'll face like maybe one or two more teams like that pre-conference, but like by March, Jared, Caleb, people like that will be a little more like in tune to the speed of the game. And, and that's how to deal with some of those situations. Right. Proctor too, honestly, for that matter. Um, the defense were, were just, I think going to have concerns with uh, if a big man can get flip and foul trouble, unless we're doing the Sean Stewart thing, if we're playing Ryan Young, then we're going to have really bad replace value of replacement player uh, <laughs> value of replacement player uh, problems uh, when Flip is off the court, um, yeah. and then obviously the size of our guards. You could see at times in this game the size of Arizona's guards giving guys like Roach occasionally McCain some issues. Um, again, I don't anticipate playing a ton of dudes like that, but they are out there and certainly by March they'll be out there. Um, but we knew going in that those were our issues. So right. it'll be up to the scheme. I think it'll be up to like John to figure out too. I, I also want to say about the Ryan Young thing. He did cut down Ryan Young's minutes per game by the time we reached the last, you know, eight weeks of the season last year, because lively had figured it out because he had developed faith in a freshman. Right. So maybe, Maybe it's just he's working his way up on the faith uh, in some of the other guys. Man, has- I can't even. I can't even say that. Man. I don't know, dude. I'm trying. I'm yeah, trying. I, there was no. I don't. I guess. I guess you have the trust. You can have trust in the player, but you have to be able to evaluate when the player is not playing well. Like I I, honestly, before before Ryan Young's last possession, I think against Balo, one of the possessions where against Bala where he stopped him in the mid post. Yeah. I thought this was one of the worst performances for a big man I've ever seen at Duke. I think there was I'm a reason he didn't, he didn't play the first like 15 minutes of the second half. I mean, yeah. yeah. Shire. Yeah, I don't get why we put him back in, but I mean, we still yeah, that was, the game. Um, that was interesting. I, I, I wondered if the fact that Ryan Young wasn't a terrible free throw shooter last year played a role. I guess they were in the bonus. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Yeah. I mean, compared to like, if, if Mitchell was just like not feeling it at all, Ryan Young was like an 80% free throw shooter last year. Yeah. But you I know? mean, uh, the offense, he's got that weird, like, it's like, he's, it's like, he's uh, doing a soccer throw in free throw shot. You know what I mean? But <laughs> if it goes in at 80% of the clip, I mean, shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, that's not an excuse to me to play him because I don't think he was getting to the line regardless yeah, uh, every time he caught the ball, it was either um, a forced up shot or he was just catching it and standing at the top of the key. Like it was just he he was mucking up the offense when he was on the floor. And I I don't want to bl- fully blame Ryan Young because like you can't control yourself being in the game. Like you, when the yeah. coach says go in the game, go in the game. So I mean, yeah, um, it's not his fault. I'm sure he's I'm sure he's doing his best. Jonathan Jonathan had the comment there. We really needed that transfer big, but he said. <laughs> But the offense would have the same problems with the transfer big. Yeah, um, unless yeah. that big was a a sharp shooting big. Like I think, regardless, if you, I know yeah. a lot of people said, um, what's the dude from uh, Dayton? Uh, Uday? No, not even Uday. Um, the dude from Dayton. They, oh, uh, Holmes. Holmes. Yeah, Deron Holmes. He would have had the same issues. He doesn't score besides scoring down low on the block. Just pack, pack the paint. Yeah, yeah, pack the paint, dare Duke to shoot threes. Uday, I mean, Uday's the same way. He scores off cats lives and rebounds, like bone up, yeah. bone up, same way. I mean, like, we, I think we're going to have the same issues offensively. Um, I, Which is why playing Sean Stewart at the five has a little potential. That told, that There's minutes today at the five told me, like, we better see more. Sean Stewart, Mark Mitchell, front court. <laughs> I love that. I love that look. He got like a block. He got a really good rebound where he yeah. was clearly in position. And like he just had the athleticism to match Arizona's. Like Ryan Young doesn't. Like that's not Ryan's fault. But like yeah. Sean Stewart is basically the same height as Ryan Young. Or Ryan's a little taller. Yeah. But like Sean Stewart is not that much smaller than Ryan Young and can jump a foot taller than him. So yeah. like. Right. You know, and maybe Mitchell, you know, uh, we don't know about the ankle situation. Maybe he's not 100%. I thought he came out pretty – he seemed pretty aggressive at the beginning, and then he just sort of disappeared for long stretches. Mm. Um, Uh, Yeah, Mitchell, Mitchell, his second half was awful. Like, I'm a big big Mark, Mark Mitchell fan, and his second half was atrocious. His shot selection, he came up. Well, that three was really bad. That I was three like, was man, you, you are out of mind, brother. Like, and then he fouled on the next uh, on the other side as well. He had a couple of good moments in the second half. I don't want to totally, you know, throw him under the bus. I saw a lot of people like somebody was saying in my mentions that Mark <laughs> Mitchell's minutes were worse than Ryan Young minutes. Yeah, like, yeah. like people overreact. <laughs> you know, I think Mark Mitchell will be fine. Um, may may just not be 100%. And again, he's probably just not a guy that you would like to see shooting off the bounce jumpers. (laughs) I, I, even if he had worked on that all summer, he's just not the guy on this roster that should be doing that. That we have four or five other guys that should be doing that before him. And also, they should be doing it way less too. So, so yeah, let's let's hop into these reactions. I told y'all to tweet me some reactions. Yeah, let's see it. Um, let's jump into the first one, Patrick. Um, for the audio listeners, why did we, why did we twice act like there was a second, less than a second left, and try launching a half court par- pass? There was plenty of time to catch a bit closer and drive up for a three. Um, well, they my- would have. 
I, I know the answer to that, and it's that they were tr- they were trying to get in a position. I think where uh, the where the foul would be on a catch or a shoot or or something. It was a bad pass. It just didn't work. Um, I don't know exactly, or maybe they were trying to get it down there and call another. T- I don't know if we had another timeout. I don't know. I, I, no, but like no. they were going to foul. Tommy Lloyd was clearly going to foul again. And because all we're doing is fouling Caleb Love and Pelly Larson, both of whom are incredible free throw shooters, we're going to lose that way. We're right. just going to lose. Right. Yeah. And, and I mean, that's not even, from my opinion, that's not even something to harp on. Like, they shouldn't have been in that position anyway. Yep. Um, by then, the game is pretty much over. And you're just hoping for a miracle at that point. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, ben time. It's early. <clears throat> Bad game from Tyrese, but he will figure it out. No need, really need to play 15. Mitchell needs a new jump shot. Worst performance of the night was Shire. Got outcoached bad. I do think Shire was outcoached, but... I wouldn't say it was bad. I, I wouldn't say it was bad because I think if we hit a couple more shots, this game is in Duke's favor. We had a lot of open shots we missed. We had a lot of bad turnovers. Um, the rebounding, obviously, like I wouldn't blame that all on Shire tonight. Um, although I do disagree yeah. with his, his playing Ryan Young as long as he did, but yeah, I don't think it was a Shire problem. Zion, I'm getting a little echo of me. Oh, I echo think, you? for a minute. Is it better? Wait, let me see. Test, test. test okay, test. I don't hear it. Um, okay. yeah, I think that, uh, the Mitchell jump shot thing is definitely interesting. I, I don't think we were outcoached that bad because, again, I think Tommy Lloyd is probably one of the top 10 coaches in the country, maybe, like 50, like 12, somewhere in there. Um, and also, I guess it boils down to how much do you put on the coach when players take off-the-bounce threes? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, maybe you do, and, and to some extent you you should – but not for all of them, maybe. And really, if just like one of them goes in, it's a completely different game. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not over the the biggest problem with the coaching, in my opinion, is obviously because I'm a big Sean Stewart guy. I would have played more Sean Stewart minutes than Ryan Young minutes. Uh, that's going to be. The, I hope that's not a theme, man. I really hope that's not a theme of the season. Um, where we got. Uh, Dr. Carlos L. Marshall. Lack of interior defense will be a concern all year. Playing small is our strength, but it exposes us on the other end. I don't think we played small enough tonight. To be honest, like I don't think that was the issue was playing small. Um, I also don't think our interior defense was bad. Yeah, I mean, like. Arizona made 15 out of their 32 layups, and you have to assume a number of those were in transition. I mean, when we were in the half court, our guys were doing okay. There was a there was a stretch there when Flip was in foul trouble where he was playing a little more conservative. Um, yeah, the interior defense is not the, the only thing about the interior defense that's a problem is keeping teams off the offensive glass. That yeah. is definitely a problem. Yeah. Um, and I think that the remedy for that is more Sean Stewart and Christian Reeves and fewer Ryan Young minutes. I think are we at are we at a, a point um where we could say Christian Reeves should be 
ahead of Ryan Young in the rotation? Depends on the depends on the uh, team. I mean, but like he's not going to solve any of the problems that Ryan Young presents other than he will be better uh, defensively in terms of taking up space and he's a bit more of a lob threat. So in that respect, um, yes, he's he's not as good a passer as Ryan Young. He I know he showed some things in the blue-white game. Ryan Young is generally a pretty good passer. Um, but you can't pass with him when the but when the, how, how Arizona guarded him tonight is how every every other team is about to guard him. So it yeah. eliminates his passing ability if he catches the ball at the top of the key, and the big man is just sitting back. Yeah, really. What we need if if they're going to do a flip Young lineup, then Young has to be inside, right? <laughs> like, and so for him to be at the top of the key was very very strange. Um. And uh, yeah, we need more boy looking at Caleb Foster's line tonight. The fact that he played 13 minutes and got, and got zeros across the board. Uh, he got a, like a 1 trillion or whatever, like no rebounds, no assists, no shots, no steals, no blocks. He had one. No, foul. That is, is that a typo? No, he didn't take, I don't think he took a shot, dude. I don't think he, no, he, didn't I, think he got a rebound. I think, I think he was, I think he was running laps, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, think, like, I think he was doing suicides out there, which is that, which is fine. <laughs> um, but but what's so funny is like uh, I think he's the, uh, like a low key contender to like be let's say third on the team in shots taken per game. Like Foster wants to take shots, he just didn't have a single chance in this game because they were packing the paint so hard. Yeah. So yeah, I don't really blame him, but like it's also kind of crazy that in 13 minutes he got zeros across the board. Zero, zero, zero stats is crazy. And zero stats is not like, I don't think he had a bad, like people are saying he had a bad game. I just don't think he had, he could do anything. You, <laughs> like, you have to do something to have a bad game. Like, he didn't, he didn't do anything at all. Like He didn't do anything at all. He was getting, he was getting some cardio in, you know? Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, look, I, I really, I'm a big fan of Caleb Foster. I'm excited for what he's going to bring. Just uh, again, this is a weird team to go against for Duke right now. Um, I also thought that Flip was fine. I saw the comment somewhere in there about like, oh, Flip is just going to get in foul trouble. I mean, he did play 31 minutes today. Like, yeah. we should be – like, 31 minutes from Flip is fine. Right. The problem is not 31 minutes. Of, the problem is what do we do with those other nine minutes? That's the issue, cool. you know. Um but I, I think Flip is fine playing the five. The, the craziest thing to me, uh, I'm about to find somebody who said it. <laughs> Ross, usage rate, zero. <laughs> he had the, he, I think he had the yeah. ball a couple of times. Also, like, it, I think it's just really hard. People underestimate, even when it's these five-star dudes, guys like McCain and Foster, when you are being guarded by guys who have played the game already and who have some size and some strength and some age on you, that's hard, man. It's just really hard. Yeah. I didn't see I couldn't find a tweet, but some the people saying, like, yo, this shows we're not a national championship team, it's so corny to me just because it's always if, corny. If Duke won this game, you would have been saying, yo, we just played terrible and we win the game. We're gonna win the national championship. Imagine what we play good. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's just the same. It's 
this the way this game ended is pretty much the same. Like it's it's the same. I'm gonna have the, I would have had the same um thoughts if we lost this game or won this game. I still think Duke is an elite team. I still think Arizona is an elite team. Um, and I just think we didn't play well enough to win tonight. You know, we that. also I, I wanted to point this out because I think you tweeted this. Um, you know, the game did end up being really fast. Like we, they Arizona set the tempo. It was a 76 possession game. Like that's crazy. Like last year we averaged 65 possessions a game. Like they, they really got on the whole for the entirety of the game, the possession count and the tempo of the game to be in their favor. They just didn't score the way that maybe they, they normally score more like 80 points a game. But like, yeah, we don't, I, I th- I feel like Duke should play that way, but when it's against Tommy Lloyd, who like they practice all summer playing this tempo and the all year, all the returners, they've all played this tempo. We sh- yeah. probably should have really tried to grind the game to a halt, and we but, were not but, successful in doing but, that. But that's the thing. The possessions, I feel like the, the possession total doesn't feel like indicative of the game. The game, in my opinion, was slowed down. Because I, I saw a lot of – I mean, we had, what, two shot clock violations. I saw a lot of possessions, like, stagger, and we were, were winding down the clock, and, you know, we're chucking up a bad shot at the end possession, or, you know. Uh, I felt like maybe Arizona played faster than us, and maybe that's why we had – the possessions were so high. Maybe they got more – like, they were quicker in their offense. But it felt like our offense was very stagnant. It felt like a, uh, a UVA game. I mean, we still ended up taking 65 shots when normally we only play 65 possessions, <laughs> you know, like yeah. it, it, it just, I, I agree in principle that there were a lot of times when, when it did slow down, the problem is those spurts where like all of a sudden it's going really fast. Yeah. Um, you also got to factor in turnovers too. Yeah. And, and a game that's high in turnovers is going to be, but that's also by Arizona's design, right? Like, right. you know, to try and turn us over a lot and then, and then sprint, they did that pretty effectively. Um, yeah. We got to take care of the ball a little better against a team that's going to pressure like this. Michigan state's obviously going to play us really physical. Um, that'll be an interesting matchup. Um, Michigan state's not as good as Arizona. No <laughs> so, way. No way. Uh, and it'll be neutral court. That'll be an interesting thing. It just it's a it's a blown opportunity. It just kind of sucks. Um yeah. but but again, the team is fine. Playing a team like Arizona to the wire, I think is fine. I mean, with a minute left, we could have won this game. We were so, up. We were up with one minute thirty, what thirty left, two up to interesting enough though, that ball that came off of uh was it Balo's hands and they said it was Arizona ball. That's not getting yeah. enough. Uh, that's not getting enough uh, discourse, in my opinion, because I did think that was Duke ball. Um, then they yeah, had to Duke, it. Duke with a little uh, with a little more than a minute left uh, on Ken Palm had nearly a seventy five percent chance to win when we were up uh, two with about a minute left. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know it happens, but I, like I said, when Jeremy Roach hit that three. I didn't think we deserved to win that game anyway. I, <laughs> I was like, we're about to steal this game. <laughs> so, you know, kudos to Arizona. I think it, it, this could be a case where we see him again. Um, Caleb Love got another win, but to me, he was still locked up tonight. Three of ten, hit a bank. And one of those shots was a bank three. 
uh, a lucky bank three up and a half. You know, congrats to him, but you ain't do nothing, brother. You got carried by Boswell, got carried by Balo, all them boys. But you know, congrats on your win, brother. <laughs> Somebody, you're gonna get, you're gonna get, uh, you're trying to get more players in your DMs, basically. <laughs> yeah, hey, love, did, love made some terrible decisions in that game, you know, yeah. but. But hey, they won a game. Also, UNC fans can't party about this because they the drove party. his ass out of town, dude. No, the, the people on my message trying to say Jalen Johnson is the same like is not. Duke fans did not drive Jalen Johnson out of town. He left himself. <laughs> you guys and were was, and it was a COVID year. It was a weird yeah, thing. And it was COVID basketball, man. We don't care about like COVID basketball, like bro. That that was a fake season. Um, Caleb Love, y'all were driving him out. Before the Coach K, the before the y'all started being Coach K, and then even after the season after, you still had hate for Caleb Love. So where yeah. is this love coming from? <laughs> like, no pun intended. Where is this love coming from? I'm trying to think of like what a good equivalent would even be, <laughs> you know? but I can't. I can't come up with one, dude. It's I don't like know anybody who would hate someone who gave you one of the biggest moments in your program's history. <laughs> but they drove his ass out of town. They might, oh, if they don't do well this year, they're going to drive Hubert out of town too. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You UNC fans talking hot right now, but don't act like I didn't well, see. They, you struggle they always Rockford. do. No, don't act like I didn't see you struggle against Rafford, man. <laughs> Rafford had you on the ropes, but we'll, 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 we'll wait till February and March to to address y'all that that november 22nd game they play against northern iowa that likes that screams uh <laughs> that that feels like a unc november special to me i don't know <laughs> that feels oh, like the old november special hey man my um, lehigh boys shout out to my lehigh uh family they played them on sunday so we'll see uh yeah we'll see. i mean all duke all duke has to do is win tuesday i know like theoretically easier said than done but like all you have to do is win on tuesday um certainly michigan state is shooting the ball like garbage right now oh yeah so but, i mean but that could be a night they just decide to hit shots so I maybe even... but i i would definitely just and they're gonna try to play slow so i'd try to pack the paint um i would try to bother <laughs> you know they've really only got one guy that's playing well and it's tyson walker and he's playing out of his absolute mind so you know even though hogard and uh and atkins are, are six four i would still throw proctor on walker and i would let roach and mccain deal with the other guys the other guys just have not played at all well so far this season and then they're going to play kind of small. They're going to play, you know, Hall and Sissoko at the four and the five. Um, they're going to try and bang with Flip. They're going to try and, like, bother him and play real physical. But, like, Flip's got three inches on all these guys. Yeah. Um, if Xavier Booker even gets into the game, because Tom Izzo doesn't play his five-star recruits, if Booker gets in the game, he's, like, kind of a string bean, you know? like. Yeah. I mean, he's strong. I don't want to like say he's not like 190 or whatever, but like, but, but even, not, even, he's not flip. Even to that point, a lot of people are bringing up physicality. I don't know if Duke was just out physical tonight. I don't, I didn't get that feeling, no. in my opinion. It was a physical, Arizona was physical with us, but I don't think it was to the point where 
we couldn't handle their physicality. I think we listened, we missed a lot of open shots. We did. I thought our physicality was fine. We just settled for a few shots and then yeah. defensively, guys like Roach like are just not going to be able to stop strong guards. I mean, yeah. like it just it kind of is what it is. So the physicality came on the boards. That's where the, the physicality was most present. Um, I, truthfully, I don't even think Ryan Young wasn't being physical down there. It's just they were they were af, out athleting him. You know, like they were out lengthening him. They were out jumping him. Like well, that is they, physical. That's that is that's, that's kind of like physical physical traits i get yeah. I, I, I feel like i attribute physical like a lack of physicality with like softness yeah. oh, okay you know yeah. and i and i didn't think like even though we weren't winning the boards i didn't think it was because we were soft i think it was because uh we were playing a guy that shouldn't have been playing we also were like plus one plus two rebounding in the second half right yeah. like <laughs> that's, not that's what it should have been in the first yeah, half yeah. but instead it was minus 14 yeah. so like and, and even with, with someone like reeves i told you this reeves i don't think reeves got out physical reeves caught himself out of position a lot trying to contest you saw a lot of on the sure. contest i think uh i forgot his name the, the european dude the center um yeah the big white he guy pumped, yeah he put a big white guy he pumped fake twice and reeves got out of his shoes twice but yeah he bit yeah, he was antsy. I think he he was uh, too antsy to contest the shot, and it pushed him out of position of the rebound, and they eventually just started getting rebounds. But and Young, Young will do that sometimes too, not not to jump, but like he'll just find himself out of position, and then it's really hard for him to recover. Reeves right. is another guy, even though he's got a lot more size, it's just gonna be really hard for him to recover once he's out of position. Yeah. Another reason to play Sean Stewart really well, because even if he even if he gets out of position, he's got the speed and athleticism to recover there, I would think. Um, D'Angelo, I, I disagree with this. I think you have to start Jeremy Roach. Like, look, and I'm I'm usually fairly critical of Jeremy because of the Whoa. defensive end of the floor, but you have to have him out there. You, like you can't. You yeah. can't you can't bring him off the bench, I don't think, unless Caleb Foster like shows some things in the next two months where it's completely undeniable. Yeah. You have to start Roach. And then I'm not ready to throw in the towel on Mitchell. It was not a good performance admittedly, but yeah. like he's shown us some things over the years and we saw how much he meant to us when he wasn't there for that Tennessee game. Um, I just wonder if he's maybe not a hundred percent or, Maybe like I I don't know. I'm trying to come up with excuses. Also, Keisha Johnson in, is a guy basically Mitchell's size, <laughs> his exact size, who is very no. strong and very physical and tough defensively. And Mitchell, for all the things I think Mitchell does well, I think like handling the ball on his own and creating for himself and others is still very much a work in progress. So when you're facing a real pressure team like this with athleticism that can match yours and strength that can match yours, I think there was just a bad matchup for Mark on top of the ankle thing. So yeah. I think he'll be fine going forward. If we don't see – if he's bad against like Michigan State with like Hall and Sissoko out there where we sort of need him – to do some things, okay, then that's one thing. But um, I'm not throwing in the towel on him. I'd love to see Stewart play more, certainly. But, like, I think more like Stewart should be a lock top seven rotation guy and a lock 15 minutes a game guy, Oh, you know, at least. We, we got a Sean Stewart quote. Hold on. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Sean Stewart, uh, he said, 
I don't care what he's doing in practice. I'll be honest. <laughs> 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 Did we do that um, audio on this? Y'all see this? Let me see. But didn't come in until the second half, and he's been productive all year. What does he need to – but then he didn't uh, play down the stretch. What does he need to do to – earn more playing time and become a bigger part of the rotation. Great question. Yeah, well, look, we're, we're still figuring that out. And Sean, I thought, gave us a huge burst in that second half. If he plays like that, he'll continue to get more minutes. And, you know, there's practice. Guys are earning and competing every single day. Uh, there hasn't been much separation. But to be honest with you, I learned a lot tonight. You know, I, I love what Sean brought to the table. So for me, I learned, you learned a lot tonight. That's one of the things, like the way that we subbed, the way that we played in game two, you know, it's usually in game two, you're able to go deeper in the bench. You're able to know a little bit more about your group. Uh, you're trying to win the game. And also you're, you can't, I don't want any of these guys to get down that they didn't play as much. You know, it's, it's another game on Tuesday and there's a long way to go. But I thought Sean had some big time moments and, uh, Green just gave us a huge burst when he was in. So. Oh, okay, okay. So by, by the looks of that, I think Sean Stewart, I guess, is going to be playing more by on Tuesday. Yeah, that's not the – I expected a different quote. Yeah. Like, I, I have no doubt, by the way, that in practice, Ryan Young is probably, like, incredible in practice. Yeah, oh, right? Yeah. <laughs> like – but but it's because he's 23 or whatever, right? Like, and he's and he's bigger and he's like wider and probably like has very real strength, yeah. you know, to go up against freshmen and stuff on your team in a practice scenario. I have no doubt that dude also just gives 110% every single right. day. That's the sort of dude Ryan Young is. Right. But in terms of a matchup, you probably have to pivot. But it sounded like John is is happy to do that, and John seemed impressed. So we, I think we talked about in the preseason show or whatever it was where we would, we would be completely unsurprised with Ryan Young playing heavier minutes early in the season. He did it last year, but as the season goes on, we expect other people to uh, play more minutes. Yeah. Grant saying Sean plays six minutes. <laughs> hey, no, I would be, I will, I will, I will go off of that. Habit. That would double his minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I thought I thought it was gonna be bad with um with what he said. I mean, if it's if it's true what he's saying, by what Shire's saying Tuesday, more guys will get a chance. Hopefully, we maybe even see TJ, but Sean should get a chance. Um, hopefully, we see more of Caleb, less of Ryan. Um, very interesting. Someone did say, <laughs> I'm not trying to get in trouble. Man, I'm not gonna try. I'm gonna, Dude. I'm trying to get in trouble. Nah, <laughs> well, I mean, I think the Sean Stewart question is basically that question. Right. right. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Uh, you know, I'm gonna say something that's gonna make people in the in the comments real mad. Um, I think against a team uh where the bigs are like six eight and six nine with two twenty and two thirty, and like nobody can shoot threes, kind of feels like a game where they might play Ryan Young on two. <laughs> Nah, because if the bigs are too physical, we saw what happened tonight. Yeah, but they're they're physical, but they can't jump over him. <laughs> they yeah, can't this, like out this the... is conference, though. These, this, this is his conference, so this, this is, is his conference. conference, dude. He is a Big Ten ass player for sure, he dude. Is, man. Like he is, he definitely is. I, I look, I 
I everybody knows where I stand on Sean Stewart. He's my man crush of the year. Um, I, I would love to see him play more. But also in a game like Tuesdays, if you see Ryan Young play 12, 15 minutes again, do not be surprised, man. Do not be surprised. <laughs> hey, man, all I know is all I know is people used to call me a hater. People used to call me a hater in the comments saying, oh, you know, you stop hating on Ryan Young. People used to DM me. <laughs> Why you hate Ryan Young so much? Oh, blah, blah, blah. I, and I always said I never hated him as a man. I did not like his yeah. game. <laughs> I never hated him as a man. I did not like his game. And now I can see that everyone is now on my side. So, you know, them apologies, I will be expecting all those apologies. For you the know, the thing, the thing last year that came up was it, it was early in the year and Lively was not himself yet, right? So I think everyone, everyone on this show agreed last year that at the beginning of the season that Duke would not reach its ceiling unless Lively played. So you have to play him. But we were also seeing at the beginning of last season, not at the beginning of the season, but the beginning of last season, Young's uh, the the team was putting up significantly better results with Young on the floor than with Young <laughs> off the floor. Right. And so that's where I think a lot of the the strangeness of the discourse came because I think we all knew the best version would be with Lively, but Lively wasn't himself yet. And so then what do you do? You want to win games, but also you have to play the guy that gets you there. And so it's a tough balance. And so I get why that was hard this year. I don't think it should be as hard because young has not played especially well so far this season. And you've got a guy like Sean Stewart, who in admittedly exceedingly limited minutes has played very, very well. And Christian Reeves, who in also very exceedingly small sample size has shown some real promise. And so to your point, Zion, I think these two things can align now, right? The best version of this team does not have Ryan Young in the top seven or eight of the rotation, mm. but also the best version of the team they also might not, right? It's not the same situation as last year. It all changed Tuesday. Maybe he drops 15 and nine on Tuesday, and then what? Yeah. And then the discourse is going to be really weird again. I'll put but some like, on that. I'll put, put some vests. He ain't driving no 15 and nine. <laughs> dude, if, if he if he does 15 and nine, I'm getting drunk on the live, dude. If I'm, he I'm, does 15 I'm, and nine, that means I turned off the game already because I am not watching him pass the ball five times in the post with the amount of guard play we have, pump faking all the time. Like, no, <laughs> I will not be watching the game if that happens. <laughs> dude, Michigan State is mid, dude. They're so goddamn oh, mid, man. dude. But the, the pressure of that game is higher now. It's a little bit higher now because coming off you this wall, you don't want to start one and two. No, you don't want to start one and two. You, you got to win this game. Uh, definitely a must win. I do kind of like going into a game like this. Like this is this the weird like mind games, right? When you're coming off a loss, going into a game like this, you, you got a little added, like, you know, fire lit under your ass, right? Yeah, like, right. if we came in and we, like, coasted to an eight-point victory or whatever, then Michigan State is is absolutely the sort of team that will just, like, <laughs> out-effort you or whatever, and then you lose, and then you're like, how did this happen? But I, I don't see that happening off of a loss. I mean... 
that just that doesn't strike me as something that would happen to this team. Right. Uh, we didn't lose back to back last year with the exception of the Virginia loss that should have been a win. So, um, you know, I, I think we generally acquit ourselves well uh, in uh, off of a loss, off of a back to back. I mean, I guess January was kind of tough yeah. last year, but it's <laughs> a good point, though. Michigan State, this is their this is a big game for them, too. They got to prove themselves. Um after that loss at JMU, so it's a lot. It's a lot of yeah, but, but also they're sorry. <laughs> I mean, yeah. look, you could still they could still beat us. Sorry, teams have beaten us before. This it has not, it is it is not a comment that we will definitely win or whatever. There's always some weird shit that can happen. But yeah. um, I watched a good chunk of that James Madison game, dude, and like those boys were were getting in some light jogging. <laughs> they they did not uh and, and they shot like garbage I, again the shooting will turn around at some point maybe maybe but like i don't think against us yeah like duke oh. generally speaking I, I mean even in this game i don't have the stats up um arizona i mean they shot six for 17 from three that's not bad but again, they took 65 shots. I mean, like Duke runs teams off the line. That's one thing that Duke has consistently done repeatedly year in and year out is just yeah. not let teams take threes, force teams to beat you on the inside, going downhill, um, you know, the exchange of two for twos for threes. So I, I, I like our chances, man. I like our chances. Unless Tyson Walker completely goes beast mode. Certainly could be a possibility. Um, hopefully we just like glue Proctor to Walker and then let the rest of the guys beat us. That's what yeah. I would do. I mean, I'm not really I'm, – I'm really not concerned of what Michigan State has. I think I'm really more concerned is how are we going to um, figure it out offensively, how are we going to figure out our rotations um, for that game. But, yeah, I don't think – we just played probably one of the – like I said, I – I said last episode, I, I thought Arizona was maybe the most talented team we, we might play all year. And um, yeah, I thought so without, you know, factoring in. I didn't really factor in Larson. Larson's a good player, even though he was in foul trouble. I didn't even expect Boswell to play like that. I know Boswell had game. Yeah, but, Boswell was great. Yeah, Larson's has. a future pro. I mean, Ballo is a future pro overseas. Um yeah, they've they've definitely got dudes. Um, but you know, James Madison out rebounded Michigan State. <laughs> like and and it's not like James Madison has some like seven footer or whatever. They got a bunch of six, eight, six, nine dudes. It's just a team effort. So yeah. I, I think if Duke comes out and out efforts Michigan State, then like we'll we'll waltz. It's just you ha you've gotta fight harder than they fight. And Michigan State sometimes can come out and be a little pesky in, in these big games like this. But, um, I will, but yeah. I will, I will say one thing I didn't mention about this game. I'm, I did tweet it. What we should have done at the end of the game, and I was thinking this with two minutes left. We should have subbed offense for defense. And being the offense was Ryan Young, take Ryan off, Young out for offense because – it was just getting to a point where we just couldn't have a good possession. Like it was guaranteed we were going to have to score on our pure talent. And I thought, especially when we had a, a chance to do it after a free throw, we should have went with four guards. 
We should have went with Caleb Love. Uh, Caleb Love. Caleb Foster. Jeremy Roach. Um, Tyrese. Um, McCain. And Flip for an offensive possession. Then um, you call timeout. Assuming you score. But that was the only chance we were going to have of having a good offensive possession. And we kind of, we kind of, we kind of had the worst possession at the end when Tyrese had that uh, travel. Um, we just couldn't get anything going. So I mean, I think, and we still look if Keisha Johnson's shot with flip all over him like doesn't go in, we win that game. <laughs> you know, like we win that game if Caleb loves heave. Uh, you know, with Proctor draped over him at the end of the first half doesn't go in, we win that game. So, like, look, they want it. They deserve all the credit in the world. But also, even though we did not play very good basketball, we had a lot of avenues towards winning that game. And sure. some bad and some bad shooting luck uh, hurt us at the end of the day. Um, and that happens. It, it happened one of the last times we played Caleb Love. So, I mean, uh, it just is what it is sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not too stressed about this loss. Like, I really was sitting here just like, okay, um, we might win or, you know, we don't deserve it. But, you know, there's there's a lot to fix. Um, and that's good, you know. This team shouldn't peak in, in November. A lot of people say, you know, it's not a national championship team. Like I tweeted, a lot of you saying we're, we were going to go 40-0 when we beat Kentucky by 40 points, you know. And that ended up being our best game the whole year. Um, so, it's not good to peak in November. That's when you want to figure out these problems. Definitely got to get a win on Tuesday, though. Definitely. Yeah. You know what? You know what Kansas did in November in 2022? They uh, lost to Dayton. Mm. You know what I mean? Like in 2023, UConn lost like five out of six games in January. Oh, yeah, like was, you, you, they were struggling. Yeah, you can't draw conclusions based on such a small sample size. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. The but I mean, people want to talk, you know. If we won, then we're then everyone would be talking about, like you said, what a great contender we are. We're the all we're the all great contender because we lost. Uh they're they're a fraud. Yeah. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens Tuesday. If we lose yeah. Tuesday, then you know what? The haters are gonna be louder. If we win Tuesday, then we're gonna wave our hand at this and call it a day and look forward. I don't know. I'm I'm glad with the position we're in. I'm I wish we would have won, but I still love this roster. I still like, you know, all the components that we got there. Um, I like our opportunity to play five out. Uh, I like our defensive potential. I like that we've got a player of the year contender. He won't beat Edie, but a player of the year contender and flip. I don't um, know if he won't beat Edie now. Uh, Edie could get hurt. Flip is averaging 25 right now as it stands. <laughs> he's, ever, he's averaging 25 and he's shooting like – Four or six from the he's hitting his threes now, too. That's the that's where I'm really impressed. He's hitting this standstill threes. He got a shot, man. If he keeps he has up a, his corner pace, he has a shot. I just, I just think, I think, I think Edie at the end of the day, unless Purdue, there's always a chance also that Purdue like beats a lot of these early teams so bad that like Edie just like only plays like he played 20 minutes in the first game, you know, he played uh 24 minutes in the second game just because they were pounding. 
you know, by the time they get the big 10 play, I think he's just going to do like 25 and 15 or whatever. Like, yeah. but I but, mean, he play, they were, they're playing some scrubs. I mean, they're playing, they're playing some scrubs. Yeah, they're yeah. playing some scrubs. Yeah. Like, Hey, I, it was a great performance from him today. I was so impressed really on both ends. He had one or two silly fouls that he probably shouldn't have done. But other than that, I thought he played pretty well. I thought he'd acquitted himself against the bigs pretty well, all things considered. Yeah. Um, and then offensively, he was obviously very terrific. Um, yeah, he'll he'll be an All-American, which means he'll be in the conversation. Um, and you love to have a guy like that on the team. You love to have a five-out offense. We need it. We need it. We need it. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Nick, that's, that's, that's good for us tonight. We'll be back on Tuesday night. Um, that's a 7 p.m. tip, right? I, I'll be honest. I have no well, idea. Yeah, it's not even you. <laughs> You're on the West Coast. You're on the West Coast. Um, hey, man, I'm, I'm living free and easy out yeah, here. Yeah, you don't got to worry about nothing. Um, I ain't got to worry about a damn thing. But we'll be back on Tuesday, Um, hopefully after a win. Relax, man. Relax. 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 Don't Just, do it when you want to go to it. Yeah, man. Yeah, okay, 7 p.m. tip. Um. Uh, this guy could be worse. You could be Kenny Payne. Yeah, you could be Louisville, and you still could be Carolina at the end of the day. Like <laughs> we, you still could be Carolina. So okay. Kenny Payne's gonna be collecting an unemployment check by like Thanksgiving, bro. Oh man, oh man, don't do that. Don't do that to my guy Nolan, man. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna play a game and not it when they're like, who wants to take over? They're all gonna like. On that note. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. Uh, we'll see you on Tuesday. Go do. Adios, everybody.